And on the small things, I had forgot that it was like, it is all about those small little details. So I get really excited about like, if I said to do two minutes of something, I do the two minutes, I do it with excellence and I go all in on it. And this has become like this, it is a confidence builder. I mean, I went from like barely keeping promises to starting to put strategic goals on there. And like on my growth goals, I started my podcast. I'd reach out to people I was afraid to like reach out and ask to come on all because I put it on there. And so I just try to teach my clients, like if you can learn to keep your promises, then you can keep your word on your diet and your, your training because you keep your word. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you guys know how we do this. Every week, we're going to come to you and talk about The Burn. The Burn is that fire that lies inside of you. So many coaches and speakers, they talk about why and purpose, but they forget that underlying burn that ignites why and purpose that then causes us to have consistency in our disciplines to win at our highest levels. And every week, we're bringing you stories of different celebrities, entertainers, entrepreneurs, athletes, performing at their highest level, individuals that have overcome a lot of adversity to understand their burn, to stay ignited in their lives, and to go in to make an impact. So Amy Ledine is no different. Boy, is she special. And I'm going to go right for it because that's the way that I am. You guys know that by now short, powerful episodes that we can get after it and make a difference in your busy lives. So let's talk about adversity. You give up your baby for adoption at 18. You lose 100 pounds. You go through the adversity of finding out that you're going to have to go through divorce because of an affair. And then there's a seven-year battle with stage four cancer, yet you still show up every day with a smile on your face and powerhouse energy <laughs> and raising beautiful children and being recommitted in marriage. And you do that in a world that tells us that when we face adversity, we're supposed to wait on the sidelines and not get into the game. Amy, I just, I admire your strength. I admire your fire your passion for life. Uh, I, I want to hear what the burn is that fuels you to overcome that much adversity and to keep that smile that I was just alluding to on your face. So Amy Ledeen, welcome to the burn. Thank you. What an intro. I'm telling you, I'm going to keep that, record that for some of my later programming and just reminding <laughs> me of what I've uh, been through because I tend to be a half um, full person, you know, like that just, I mean, now it's, it's become who I am, but it's a practice. I tried in the beginning to just always find something, something positive in the absolute, you know, crap starting in high school when that, you know, when I got pregnant, you know, I have seen that my burn has transitioned over, you know, time, but I actually go back to my pregnancy and Mm. tie that in with my cancer now. And that, you know, it was right around the time when, you know, there was that show called Teen Mom that had come out. It was like on MTV and it was horrible. It was like, if you were a teen mom, you were like the trailer park trash that continued that way. And so when that happened for me, I, 
I didn't want to be that statistic more than anything, almost to my detriment that I, you know, I went back to school with like two babies, a husband deployed, like going at night. Like I, I, because I didn't want to be that statistic of, you know, not having maybe an education or whatever I saw success. Fast forward to me putting my family through the worst thing and, you know, watching that part of my life, you know, fall apart and then getting diagnosed with cancer. It was like a rock bottom of like, is this what I'm deserving? Is this what, you know, I, I went down that place and then I flipped it. You know, I realized two years into it that I'm like, if I'm going to have to deal with this, this is like happening for me. What am I, what am I learning from this? Like, what am I, what am I showing my kids? What am I, you know, what am I capable of? Like, that's when I started to really get into mindset. I had no mindset prior to this. Like I was just one of those hard, I grew up in a farm, farm family. So I was a hard worker always. I wasn't always the smartest. And then this kind of helped me bring the mindset into it. But my burn is, I want to be here for another day. And I have a less, so my type of cancer, I have stage four non-small cell lung cancer. It's an AOKG mutation. It's people that don't smoke, you know, healthy. Um, but you have a less than 1% five-year survival rate is what they tell you. So once I hit five years, it was like I was living on, you know, bonus time. And now I've just seen it as, I mean, every day is a gift. I don't know why you wouldn't want to get up and push yourself and work. You don't, I don't know if I'm going to see my kids graduate, all of my kids go through. So it really puts my, I, I see my cancer as the blessing because I get a perspective that people don't get. You know, it's one of my favorite Bible verses. I read it literally every single morning since I accepted Christ in February of 08. It's James 1, 12, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial for when they have stood the test, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love them. And, you know, hearing you say that it's almost like every day is you embracing that gift, you getting past that five years, you believing that you could, you knowing that you have these beautiful children whose sets of eyes are on you every day. And that's how it was for me watching my mom with 24 hour nursing care in the house or last year living like my two eyes were watching my mother, watching how she showed up, watching her attitude, watching how she responded to things, watching how she conversed with me. And just from a, a little boy who understands that pain, uh, your fight is amazing. And uh, your children are so lucky you know, to have you and to have that that positive attitude and that belief, uh, Amy. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip this a, a little bit to to have some fun because I know uh, sometimes the, these these adversities and challenges it can be so hard for people to hear. But I, I want to challenge people because your example is so amazing of, of fighting and being consistent in how you fight adversity. You had a quote over the weekend on uh, Amy underscore Ledeen, and it's L-E-D-I-N on Instagram. And I, I encourage everybody to go and, and check this out. But this meme was awesome. And I think one of the reasons why you and I connected when our good friend Chance Weber uh, recommended that we, that we link up, I think one of the reasons why we hit it off is because we're both no bullshit kind of people. Like it is, it is direct. It is to the point. Like we know you're making excuses, silence your self-talk and just go to work. And so this quote, when you think about, and, and I, I want to frame this right, because there's so many people who, when it comes to their nutrition and their wellness, it's one of the easiest places to give up on yourself. It's one of the easiest places. I'm not feeling good. I'll just eat what I want. 
And so all the challenge and adversity you've been through, everybody listening, I know you've been through challenge and adversity that's worse than making the choice to eat healthy. Listen to this meme that Amy had over the weekend, and I'm going to read it so I get it exactly right. It said, your body still tracked those calories on the weekend, even if you didn't. <laughs> and I literally, I read that and I'm like, that is so beautiful. So kind of tell us a little bit about what your passion is now from this burn and fighting and wanting to make a difference in people's lives and being that direct, being in somebody's face, like that's up to you. Like if you choose to, to not eat right, your body still knows, your body's still taking it in. Maybe you could speak yep. to that for us. I think that's why I love the the fitness arena is it's like whether you're in the gym, it, it shows on you. You're not going to be able to uh, fake your results, you know, whether you're eating in a deficit or you're working hard in the gym. So I, I love the no nonsense approach. My burn is to help women in particular, just because that's who I usually work with. Although I love coaching men and I do have a lot of successful men in that I love you to see that transformation does not happen in isolation, that yes, your fat loss or your pounds that you lose is kind of the metaphor for everything else. That, that is if you plan to keep it because there's so many people, I lost my hundred pounds 20 years ago, but it didn't change who I was till about 10 years ago. So 10 years of fighting the ups and downs of yo-yos because I hadn't changed who I was. It was just something mm. I did as a role. It's why people that are good at doing say 75 hard for 75 days and then they fall off. No, that just sharpened up what I already did. It just allowed me to have something to measure and make me have a new confidence builder. But I still am that person. That's the separator. And, and that is what I am so passionate about with women is sure, I give them their calories and I give them their, their, their training program. But what I'm really giving them is a transformation with their mindset, up leveling their habits. You know, um, I'm obsessed with keeping, I call them keeping, you know, daily agreement cards. It's, I'm on about 1100 days straight of doing a daily agreement card every day. I have four uh -huh. promises that I keep. Repeat and, that. Uh, Repeat that 1100 yeah. straight days. Well, I've got 901 wins and 182 losses. I track them every day on an index card. I save all my cards and I keep a behavior agreement, an activity agreement, a nutrition agreement, and a growth agreement every single day. You can add multiple, but like those are my, I mean, I'm supposed to treat this like 75 hard and that I get back out of bed and I do it. It's changed my life in that I started really small because I was a promise breaker and on the small things, I had forgot that it was like, it is all about those small little details. So I get really excited about like, if I said to do two minutes of something, I do the two minutes, I do it with excellence and I go all in on it. And this has become like this, it is a confidence builder. I mean, I went from like barely keeping promises to starting to put strategic goals on there. And like on my growth goals, I started my podcast. I'd reach out to people I was afraid to like reach out and ask to come on all because I put it on there. And so I just try to teach my clients, like if you can learn to keep your promises, then you can keep your word on your diet and your, your training because you keep your word. And keeping your word generates confidence. You know, it's almost, it's almost like the opposite. I talk to people so much and, you know, let's say if it's, if it's corporate, I think, you know, people see so much of my work in sports, but on the, the corporate side, you know, I always talk to people like who wants to get to the weekend and it's Saturday and you're supposed to be enjoying your son or your daughter's athletic performance or whatever they're doing. And you're sitting there worried about the fact that you didn't do what you said you were going to do during the work week. And it, it's the okay. same when it comes to your eating or your workouts. Like it's hard to have confidence and intentional focus or a positive state of mind 
when you have consistency in not doing what you say you're going to do. And so I, I want to utilize you as an example now. That, so that was beautiful on nutrition. I want to go to workouts. I think one of the things that I love about your workouts is like, it, it's your honesty. You could be on a bike in your house and you're making it very clear. I do not want to be doing this right now, but I'm going to kill this workout. So totally. what is it for you that you can share? Because we all go through that. I think sometimes people see maybe how consistently I work out or you work out that we just wake up, pop out of bed and go, oh, I can't wait to work out today. There's plenty of days where I have 80 conversations why it's a really good idea to not work out, but we choose to do it. So why do you choose to do it and silence your self-talk? What's the importance there for mindset? I already know that if I'm not keeping these promises, I am not going to hit my big, huge, you know, my big ass goals, these goals that I have, like, this is my burn. I will not reach the burn goals that I have because they'll start to break down because what has happened in the past for me, and this is why I went on this mission to keep my promises was anytime I would set these lofty goals, my belief and my doubt started to creep in, which then, you know, what happens you sabotage. Whereas now I actually know that if I have the right coach, the right strategy, I will do it because I'll keep my word. And so then it actually becomes a little more relaxing in your mind in that, okay, I just need to find a good, I mean, I've had coaches in every areas because I already know, hey, I'll do the work. You just give me the strategy. I'll keep my promises. And so with workouts, that's my favorite place. When I'm having a really bad physical day chemo wise, um, I actually am very intentional about making my workout harder. And I know it sounds crazy, but what it does for me is mm. one, it shows me my body's capability, but two, it actually pushes me to fight harder every next, every day pushing forward. It's like a, it's like a little builder. It's like, I see, holy crap, I just did this. I mean, I went last night, for example, I'd already trained yesterday and my daughter had soul cycle, you know, planned for us. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, soul cycle, we go, this guy goes crazy. And so last night he was like, I want you just to close your eyes. And he made us turn it all the way up. He goes, go as fast as you can. It was, it was like therapeutic. I was in so much pain, so much pain. I looked over at my daughter and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Like, I don't know if my body's going to let me. And when I finished that workout, I got in the car and I'm like, you're a badass, Amy. Like, this is what will separate you from others. And Mm. that's what people need to see. And it could be you just doing your five. It's all relative to your heart. That's why you just getting down and doing five push-ups can be your heart, right? It doesn't have to be what it is for me, but it's that you're pushing against resistance. I love to beat my inner critic, my inner bitch. That right there, you and you are tough as nails. I love it. You, what you just shared right there is so important. I think, especially in this world we live in today, it's this immediate comparison. Well, if that's what Amy did, that's what I'm supposed to do if I'm going to have a good workout today. And I just want everybody to be clear on what Amy's saying. You have to choose your hard and you know what your hard is and you know if you chose to not go hard. So when Amy says, I'm going to push myself in this area and she gives the example, that's her doing it. At the end of the day, and many people, you know, I I think they, at least for me, they mix up the definition of winning. Winning to me is your ability to look in the mirror at the end of the day and say, today I gave it my very best. Because if you can do that, nobody can ever take it away from you, and you can't ask any more of yourself than your very best. You went home, actually, before you even got home. What did you say? You got in the car, and you're like, I'm a badass. Like, I killed that workout. And it's so important that people realize you don't have to compete against anybody else, but it is a choice to decide to be your very best. 
Yes, I love that. And if more people would see the correlation in what makes you feel good. I mean, I don't like to have adversity. I don't like to have, I don't like any of it. But when it does find, now that it's flipped in my brain that I do see the power of it, when I do have a challenge, it's become my bring it on. Like when I wake up in the morning and my neuropathy has been really bad the night before, I'm like, all right, I'm going to show you who is boss today. And man, when you see the power of your mind just in this area, then you know what you're capable of. All right, final final question. You already you already hit on it a little bit, but I want to go back to it and then have you take it as far as you want to take it. I oftentimes talk about the power of setting up the environment for you to put yourself in position to win. And so when you mention your card with your four daily agreements, that's you putting yourself in position, right? That's kind of you setting up your environment. How important is it nutrition? fitness, business, to actually be intentional about your environment to put yourself in position to win every day? Oh, you excite me so much because this is my area right now. I have done so much research on environment. Stop with this motivation crap. It's not going to be there. And stop even trying to think it's just discipline. It is all about your environment. I mean, your home, the people you're around, stop buying the crap. Like if you're tempted by it, stop allowing yourself to thing that you need to be strong. My whole home is set up for my success. I leave my clothes out the night before. I have my AirPods. I know exactly where my water is in the morning. I go right out on my walk. So I don't even have to think to say no. It's like, I have no choice. I get back. I already know. I mean, I have things placed in my home. No joke. Cause I'm a psycho about environment. Like I don't want to have the distractions. I know myself better. I mean, sometimes I'll take apps off my phone so that I don't even see things in a season. So it's with your nutrition you got to find some people around you because they're seeing more and more now I mean you are the sum of your five people if you are always hanging out with people that are constantly going against what your goals are you might get there but you'll knuckle it there and it's no fun so find people that you know are like-minded that are light or where you're wanting to go be around some fit people it'll make you act more fit be around more wealthy people same thing right With your training, same thing. I mean, I feel like if you're someone that's not been doing it, one, obviously start small. You know, it doesn't have to be huge. Like I still have, I have a streaks app that I keep my, you know, habits. And one of mine every day is called the PSP. It's 10 pushups, 10 squats and plank. And you add that up over a year, you got, you know, hundreds and hundreds of pushups you would never done. Point being is you can start small and you can start with no equipment, but set yourself up. Start at the beginning, do it in the morning. Don't wait. Like let that build some momentum in your confidence, like by doing something right off the bat. That's why my PSP, it happens first thing in the morning. So I'm like, Oh, I got a little, I I pat myself for that. You know, I'm like, all right, good job. Amy. you did that. Like let it build from there, but your environment, you're making a mistake. If you do not think and you're waiting for motivation to happen. It never happens. I love that you're saying that because I think a lot of times, you know, individuals like us can get thrown into the category. At least I'll speak for myself. Always a motivational speaker. I am not a motivational speaker. I'm a coach because I want to talk to you about your ability to change your environment, to become more accountable to yourself, to clearly define what it means to win every day, but then to choose to go and do it every damn day. That is not motivation. That is that is the power of choice. That is the power of belief. That is the power of overcoming adversity and challenge. And Amy Ladine, you live it. That that verse that I read every single day, you, you live it. You have taken these extra two years now, and I know it's going to be year after year after year, one day at a time, 
and you're choosing to set up the environment, you're choosing to be an example for all of us that we can fight through challenge and adversity. You, my friend, are a powerhouse of goodness in this world, and we need more stories like yours. So thank you for coming on The Burn. It has just been awesome uh, to hear you share your story, your passion, and your fire with all of us. Such an honor, honestly. Thank you so much, Ben. Well, to learn more about Amy, make sure you check out all of the ways to stay connected in her notes. If you, in our notes, if you have been waiting on the sidelines with your nutrition and your health, please go check out Amy. It's the little decisions and choices. It's learning to set up the environment. It's limiting your self-talk and no longer making excuses. Amy's an example for all of us of what it means to fight through extreme levels of adversity and she's been (laughs) fighting adversity for a long time but choosing to stay positive for a long time and you choosing to stay positive is also your choice stay connected to your burn thank you for joining us for this week's episode we'll see you next week and let's continue to fight the good fight together This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.